Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 51. My guest today is Wendy Breakstone. Wendy is a systems and strategy gal, and this conversation is so, so good. I'm sure that you are noticing that I am not sounding quite myself. I was actually going to record this intro and the outro a few days ago, but I caught a cold, so I pushed off the record as long as possible, but I still don't sound 100%. Sorry about that. The interview with Wendy took place before I got the cold, so I sound much better in the interview. So let's go ahead and get straight to it. Wendy, thank you so much for coming on the Tech of Business podcast today. I am really excited to bring this conversation that we are about to have to the Tech of Business community because I think that one of the benefits of them listening to this podcast is understanding that tech doesn't have to evoke negative emotions. And I know that that's something that you agree with. So go ahead and say hi and give us a little bit about yourself and then we'll go ahead and get started. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for having me today. I am already smiling from ear to ear because when I hear the word technology and systems, I get so excited but that's not generally the case for a lot of solopreneurs and new and growing entrepreneurs out there. So I'm really happy to join you today and talk about ways that people can release a little bit of their anxiety, get over the overwhelm of the, you know, the tech of business and start to enjoy bringing some new technology and systems into their business that are going to help them run things better versus making them feel like they want to run with their hair on fire. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that that's one of those th uh, visions and, uh, and that's kind of one of those things that people visualize when they are thinking about adding something new to their tech stack. They're like, but, 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 but I don't need it. I don't need it. And I, I don't want to do it. And it's going to scare me and I'm going to run the other way. And you and I both know that there are thousands of different software options and every single entrepreneur's tech stack is going to look a little different because every business is different. And so releasing the fears, embracing the knowledge and knowing that working with and talking with your trusted advisors is a great way to start. That's at least how I feel that I am positioning myself and is someone who can help figure out what the right tech is. So I guess my question for you is how do you position yourself when you're talking about reducing anxiety and reducing stress and making tech decisions and system decisions? So first I should start by saying that I am no stranger to anxiety. And really I got into being an entrepreneur back in my 20s when I had an I had an anxiety breakdown and I was kind of stuck at home 
and I needed to make money. So I started a bookkeeping and business management system for local businesses. And so I was able to, you know, take a, a kind of a, a darker time and uncomfortable time in my life and turn it into what now my passion and my mission is, which is helping people create simple systems and strategies for online success. And so really when I'm working with my clients, number one is I want to help entrepreneurs that struggle with business anxiety, that struggle with the overwhelm and the frustration of running their business, learn to create these simple systems and strategies. And I believe that when you put the right systems in place, it doesn't make you feel full of anxiety, it actually helps you release your anxiety. Because as you start to create these little systems within your business, and in just a minute, I'm going to talk about what I think a system is, how mm -hmm. I look at a system. Mm -hmm. But once you start to get these little mini systems or micro systems in place, you start to realize that things begin to flow, and that the energy and that the turmoil that your mind has kind of uh, ramped up is is melting away and you realize that it's actually a lot easier than you imagined it would be to use technology and so to your question first of all i like to explain to my clients that a system is just a lot of little pieces sewn together in a particular order that you do to create a little system just like you brush your teeth in the morning, you have a system, you pick up the toothbrush, you put on the toothpaste, then you brush, then you rinse, then you're done, right? right. That is a system. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many, you have systems already in your business. A lot of those systems probably just need to be tweaked a little bit. Most of them probably don't need to be thrown out completely. So I always start by trying to help a client understand that you know, tech is not scary, right? Tech is not the big bad wolf and that you can start small and scale as needed. It's mm -hmm. not an all or nothing game when you're dealing with tech and systems. Totally. I agree completely. And I love making this podcast as actionable as possible. So a couple of the systems that I kind of came up with as you were given that description is the brand new awareness system. So someone finds you online in some way, shape or form or at a networking event and they want to interact with you in your business. You have a system. It may be handing them a business card and waiting for them to call. That is a system. It's not the most effective system, nor is it very high tech, but that is a system. The, you know, and then we've got our online systems, which is generally speaking, a lead magnet to an email, um, giving the email address to receiving an email from that person. And then if you've gone far enough and you've got a nurture sequence and you've got other freebies and gifts and Facebook groups and, uh, and then the list goes on and on and on and on and you've now got a more complicated system. But if you're just at the business card stage, that's fine. We're ready to move from there. And if you feel like your online system isn't something that you're comfortable with, you feel like there's too many moving pieces, that's where you probably have some anxiety or people who are listening might have some anxiety around it. And I'm guessing, or I guess that's kind of where I want to take things, Wendy, is in 
when someone has already put a lot of these pieces in place, but still feels anxious and feels like they're not doing it right, or they're not doing it enough, or they don't understand, what kind of strategies or tips do you have for their release the tension and all of that? Well, you know, I, I find that most of the time people have made it a heck of a lot more complicated than it actually needs to be. And so any area that we can look at and assess and maybe unwind or simplify it by a step or two, that is the first process. I think a lot of people and a lot of entrepreneurs in particular that maybe um, have in their mind that this idea that they're not, quote, tech savvy, end up giving up because they've maybe put a system into place that's way too complicated for their needs. Maybe their favorite guru or their mentor suggested something and they felt like they needed to use it, but that might not be just the right system for them at that right time in their business. And so like you, there's, you know, I believe in using the best tools for the best outcomes, Mm -hmm. not using the best tool that so-and-so uses or that your favorite guru uses necessarily if that's not what's for you. So to answer the question more specifically, first and foremost, I want to help them identify what they really need and then help them create a system one at a time that is going to feel like an accomplishment within their business, within running their business. Because Once they start to turn that anxiety around and it becomes confidence, knowing that they're running their business, that also allows them to feel more confidence serving their clients, asking for a new sale, taking, expanding their client base. So when we can start to figure out how to unwind a little bit and reset Mm -hmm. maybe some things that aren't quite right or that even maybe need to be enhanced a little bit in an easier way to manage it, that's where I see my clients being able to um, release their anxiety, release the overwhelm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other, the other thing I find a lot is when I'm doing, um, when I'm doing trainings over, you know, Zoom or over the internet, whatever we're using, I notice that I can see it in people's eyes that they go, oh, I didn't realize it was that easy. And again, a lot of the time, it's just easier than you think it's going to be. And when I can help somebody get to that realization that they can versus they can't, that's going to change the trajectory of their business dramatically. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that's really where I found that a lot of people who have overcomplicated their systems because they have followed too many people, too many YouTube videos, too many, too many, too many, just need someone who has an outside perspective to kind of take a bird's eye view of the situation and say, okay, we can streamline this and we can custom, we can tweak that and we can make this system feel authentic to you 
and do what you want it to do. Because I think a lot of times the anxiety and, you know, the not feeling like it's them is because there's been piecemeal together. And I, that's something that I know I do a lot of with my clients in, you know, in the Tech Tamer Intensive that I launched not that long ago and in my tech audits, it's just, I see that there's a lot of piecemeal and I'm guessing that you see that as well. But, um, I'm wondering if there are other than the onboarding of someone who never knew you to getting them into your sphere. Um, if there's other systems that you kind of gravitate towards getting, um, unanxious, you know, making, making your clients feel less anxious so that they can, feel like they can really truly own it is it the sales is it the onboarding clients what is it so first and foremost i want my clients to be able to understand that if they have set a big goal they can reach that big goal a lot of the times and especially if you struggle with anxiety you create a big goal and then your brain is like jelly trying to figure out how you're going to get from where you are to that big goal. I call it like you're standing on one side of the Grand Canyon. Your goal is like taunting you from the other side of the Grand Canyon, right? And how are you going to get there? And so the first system that I really teach people is called my plan for success system. Mm -hmm. And it's really about creating building blocks, building block objectives that link together, that get you to your big goal. But what you've done is you break it down and then you set the strategies around those objectives and then you set the actions around the strategies and then you can get to that big goal. That's first and foremost, I think, in my business of what I try to get people to uh, honor for themselves is figuring out a way, a, a realistic, legitimate way that they can reach their big goal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What I'd love to hear at this point is, can you, can we take it out of the theoretical a little bit and let's, we can use an actual client with no names. We can use a fictional client, but like, let's put some, okay, the goal is X and this is a building block that we might put in place so that everybody who's listening can really understand a little bit more about what you're saying. Absolutely. So right now I'm working with a client. We're going to call her Sarah. Okay. okay. Now, Sarah is building a coaching business in health coaching. Sarah doesn't have any systems in place yet. So the first thing I'm going to work on with Sarah is her system for online scheduling. I think that's super important. Totally. Okay. So we're going to set up her online scheduling and we are going to create the types of appointments or meetings that she wants to be able to have with clients. Okay. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number, number two is if she gets, when she gets a client, how is she going to manage client information? And for that, I usually recommend an Asana. I use Asana for my client management. Mm -hmm. Very specifically, I like to create tasks. And within each task, I track all of the details of every single call and attach any videos or documents that came out of the call that need to be attached to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So back to Sarah. Now Sarah has an online scheduling system and a plan for what's going to happen when somebody uh, schedules a call with her. They are going to go through from the scheduler to her onboarding form, 
once she uh, once they fill out the onboarding form, she's going to be able to send them a follow-up. She's going to decide if, in fact, they are the right type of client for them and allow them to move forward. She's going to get her checklist ready. And so those little processes and uh, tie together for her very specific system. Some people's are a little more elaborate than that, depending on how they like to onboard clients or how they like to uh, intake intro calls or if they even offer an intro call. Mm -hmm. But that's just one example Perfect. of how I would use a system with somebody. That was that was so tangible. And I know that everyone who's listening right now is like, okay, I get what Wendy is saying. So thank you for taking that little bit of a segue and sharing of you know, a concrete examples. Those are so helpful. My pleasure. I, you know, I can give one more example, which I know that you've talked about quite a bit on the show. I have another client and we're going to call her Jill. And Jill is um, a fitness instructor, but she has a very specific way that she wants to teach people how to train. She believes that strong is the new skinny. Mm -hmm. So she's not interested in helping people get down to a size two. She's interested in helping women build their bodies. Okay. <laughs> her, so she had this idea of a program in her mind, but really had no idea how to make it come to fruition. In walks Member Vault, and I know you've talked about it quite a bit, and I'm, I too am a fan of the Member Vault way of doing and presenting an online course or an online program. So we suggested that she use Member Vault, and through that, she has been able to create a very specific eight-week program. And not only that, but she was able to figure out how to then recycle the program so she can use it again for her next launch. And those are the types of things that ca can cause a lot of anxiety, especially if you start to have overlapping programs. Mm -hmm. So within that, you've got a you've got a course platform that you have to deal with. You have to update it and onboard a new set of cohorts when you start a new program. And you have to figure out a communication strategy, i.e. a Facebook group or some other way of opening up a broader conversation. So those are some of the very specific things that we created in her system of being able to uh, now be able to present and sell her program. And I'm happy to say she launched it the first time and had like 10 to 20 people sign up. So it was That's pretty awesome. exciting. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that, that makes really good sense is that it's not just for right now, both your examples with Sarah and with Jill talk about continuity. They're not in, in they're not just a one-time thing with with Sarah, it's like, this is your method for onboarding, period. This is how you're going to go through your coaching. And with Jill, you kind of, it's not just, this is how you're going to deliver your product and this is how you're going to sell it. It's, this is how you're going to deliver your product every single time you sell it, including all the pieces that you're going to have to replicate, all the pieces that you're going to have to uh, figure out with the, you know, with the cohort side of things and everything else. So it's not... That's one of the things that I really like to say is that your tech has to support you and your systems have to support you now and into the future. It's not going to benefit anybody's business to create the most elaborate, complicated system that is not repeatable. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Amen to that. I will tell you because, and that's the reality is a lot of the systems that maybe your mentors or gurus are using are immensely feature rich. 
and you're paying for those features that you just don't need. Simplicity wins every time. I say, if you simplify, success follows. And anxiety loves chaos. So the more chaos and and no systems you have in place, the more chaos you're going to experience and the more your anxiety is going to feed on that chaos. So systems, whether it's, you know, three or four tools in your tech stack Mm -hmm. that work together seamlessly to produce the result that you need for your business, or you're still manually writing out your tasks every day, but you have a very systematic way that you do it. That's the system you follow for your best results. Totally, totally. And one of the things that I have not heard you say, which is totally good, and I'm really happy that you haven't said it, is that everything needs to be integrated to the nth degree. That can cause a lot of anxiety and stress is how to get all these pieces integrated. In order to have a system, you do not need to have 100% automation. I think that systemization and automation are two distinct things. I love to automate. I absolutely, I am a total geek when it comes to doing systems integration and Zapier and all these bells and whistles. That's not what you need in order to create a system. A system just needs to be a repeatable process. And I really wanted to pull that out because I really didn't want anybody to think that, oh, we're going to complicate things in order to do this. Well, you know what I have found is that there are a lot of what I would call all-in-ones, I'm going to put air quotes around that, all-in-ones coming onto the market right now that do a lot of things a little bit. And some of the things they do work really well. And some of the things these all-in-ones do don't work really well. And so I'm a believer in being able to, you know, create a a software stack or a tech stack with three or four tools that work. Now, by working together, you're right. That doesn't mean that they have to be automated and sync up at every endpoint. There are some easy ways to do some quick and easy automations. And truth be told, I love Zapier too, but I only use it sparingly. And most of my zaps come from my online scheduling software out to two or three other softwares. That's really where they all start is at my online scheduling software and they go to my active campaign and they go to my Asana. That's exactly so, what I was thinking you were going to say was yep. that, you know, and that that's something that is worth understanding also. And I just want to pull this out is that when you know your uh, triggers, if you know where people are starting or where a system has to start and you know the systems that that might be touching, if you can add some automation in to that system that makes it easy. So you know that people are starting in your online scheduler. I personally use um, Acuity Scheduling and then I have it linked to Active Campaign, and I have it linked to my Trello boards. So, you know, same kind of thing. It's the same, you know, exact same thing. I have that linked, but then I don't have okay, once I've completed the call, then I'm going to update my Trello board automatically or things like that. I I don't have any additional pieces of that onboarding process automated, but it is definitely systematized. The thing about systems and the thing about automation that people really need to hear this is that you have to commit 
your time to still manage the system. Some systems you can create will do a little bit of the, uh, do a little bit of self-management, but systems are a commitment. And the reason people fall off or feel mm -hmm. like they're not making progress is probably because they stopped using the system. Now, if the system isn't working, then the system needs to change. But systems don't, you don't clap your fingers, snap your fingers, and everything all of a sudden becomes, you know, fairy dust. Systems still require effort and work. They are simple. They can be simple, and they will absolutely release your anxiety. But not everything, like you said, should or can be automated so that you don't have to not touch it. Right, right. Because we still have to work. I mean, the fact is, is the four hour work week is is a great book. It's a great <laughs> book. It's a, myth. it's a myth in my world. Right oh, absolutely. Now. But it, to me, it's a book. It's a book. It's an inspiration. It's not a reality. We need to be on top of our systems, our processes, our, our funnels. I mean, that's a scary word to some people funnel again it could just be a very simple two-step system and it's just a matter of knowing how your business works and I think that's what systems are is is creating structure around how your business works in all the different facets I mean it you know we haven't even touched on any of the sales stuff or the bookkeeping stuff and there's systems for everything but today, as uh, you finish wrapping up listening to this episode, thinking about one system that is giving you a little bit of stress or a little bit of anxiety, take a step back, look at what you're trying to accomplish with that system, and smooth out a few of the, the wrinkles. I think that's kind of where I feel like Wendy's taking things. It's just reminding you, if you can smooth out a few of the ruffles, a few of the wrinkles, it's going to lessen your anxiety and it's going to help with feeling like you own that system and that you can feel confident using it. You know what? And absolutely. I, I think that one of the nice ways and most simple ways to smooth out a complicated or an overcomplicated system is to commit yourself to 10 minutes or five minutes and write out what you're doing. Because when you write it out on paper, you may realize this is way more complicated than it needs to be, or this isn't nearly as complicated than it than I think it is. Mm -hmm. the, what I want to do, and this is, I know we share this common belief is, we wanna empower people to be able to run their business. If you are a business owner, first and foremost, you need to know how to run your business. Once you get to the point where you can hire a VA and start outsourcing things, great. But you need to always be able to step in, manage, and delegate to people. And that means that you need to know how to run your business. And I want to empower people to be able to do that because nobody else can run your business for you. Nobody else should run <laughs> your business for you. Right. Absolutely. No, I think that is a great point. Knowing your business and knowing how it runs. I love that as kind of a way to wrap up kind of what we've been talking about here. So I'm 
you know me, I love having a curveball question at the end of every episode. But I'm going to let Wendy let, give you all of her juicy links all over the place. And so you can find Wendy online and learn more about what she's doing and what she offers. And then we'll circle back and we'll do our last question. Oh, thank you so much. So if people want to reach me, they can go to buildsuccesswithwendy.com, which is my website. You can also find me on Instagram at buildsuccesswithwendy. If you'd like to download my free Plan for Success workbook, you can go to planforsuccess.co slash Jamie. That's going to be J A I M E. <laughs> yes. And you can, you can download my Plan for Success workbook there. Nice. I love that. And I will definitely have that link in the show notes because as everybody knows, Jamie, there are a hundred thousand ways of spelling it wrong and one way to spell it right. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had gone through this my entire life. So thank you for that. And um, so again, we'll have all those links in the show notes. And Wendy, my last question for you is something that I've been thinking about as we've been talking anxiety anxiety to me feels like a really big word it feels like something that is like a gray cloud that is about to burst into into raindrops any moment I'm curious other than systems other than taking you know systematizing your business what other tips or tools do you have in your arsenal for your clients that are taking them one step away to take them off of that rain cloud um, outside of the tech and outside of their business, but just let's just kind of end things with a, an exercise or a, a way, a mantra or however you help your clients get out of that feeling before they can start tackling the work. Oh, thank you so much for asking me this question because anxiety is so, so close to my heart and my mission I want to say that I really found my place in my business when I showed my vulnerability. And it, when people, I think, come forward in their business with their true self, I call it their bold greatness, and show their vulnerability, it draws strength to them. I think people think their vulnerability is their biggest weakness. And I believe that your biggest vulnerability is actually also your biggest strength. And so I want people to embrace if they're feeling anxious or they call it worry or overwhelm or nervousness, that's okay. So many people have these feelings of anxiety. Cut yourself some slack. Don't overthink it. Don't beat yourself up. And just know that you are going to make it through. There are always setbacks. A baby falls on its butt a gazillion times before it finally gets up and walks across the room and they do not give up. So just like that baby that keeps falling, that keeps failing, they keep getting one step closer to the success, which is usually a cookie sitting on the coffee table across the room from them. So I want you to embrace that vulnerability and that fear and use it as a strength. I think that is so important as you're a growing entrepreneur or a new entrepreneur that feels a lot of anxiety and just you do you, you find what works for you and embrace that and do not let anybody stop you. 
love it. Wendy, thank you so much for coming on the Tech of Business podcast today. This has been such a fun conversation, and I know the conversation in the Tech of Business community is going to be buzzing about this episode. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Jamie. I am so appreciative of your time, and I'm so happy to share what I know with your audience today. Thank you. On the heels of this conversation, I have decided that next week's episode is going to continue the automation versus systemization theme that Wendy and I discussed. I am looking forward to bringing that episode to you, and hopefully this cold will be completely gone in the next day or two so I can record it before this week is out. Are you dying for me to cover a certain piece of software, a tech strategy, or bring a certain guest onto the podcast? Book a call with me at callwithjamie.com. That's C-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E.com. And let me know how this podcast can serve you and your business even more. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.